welcome to the 125 Roller Coaster Challenge Trend and Staple Podcast. I'm Paul, and we are getting to the end of our second season, people. Are you excited? As the summer of 2021 starts to end, we are now going through the end of summer 2027. We just got done leaving the Maurice Pier area and uh, the Jersey Shore, and we were pretty much in the end of August into September, and we had a couple more parks we wanted to visit, but these were parks that we always visit because these are our home parks. And of course, we headed to Hershey Park. Now, as you remember, Hershey Park was actually the first park that we actually visited when we started the 125 Roller Coaster Challenge. However, at the time, we were basically pretty much not doing kiddie coasters. We were under the impression that we wanted to just do family coasters and, of course, the thrill coasters. We had Coco Cruiser that was sitting there, and for some reason, we actually decided to ride it, and that would actually be our last credit of 2017. But we can't just do an episode on Coco Cruiser. So, once we finished that year, we got to like 131, we decided, hey, you know what? There are some coasters that we did in the recent past before we started doing the 125, and we decided we were going to add those in there to give us a nice even 140 for the first year. In this episode, we're going to be talking about our last credit course, Coco Cruiser, and then those other coasters that actually made it onto our chart. So we did 131 credits, but really our board got completed with 140 at the end of the year. Let's talk about our last credit of 2017, Coco Cruiser. Now, if you're familiar with Coco Cruiser, it is a Zampirla Gravity 80 STD, all right? So this is a standard kid coaster, but they kind of put it in a nice little location that we really like. It's kind of a special location for us. So if you're familiar with Hershey Park, when you go down the main way, you had the carousel. It's now Founders Way, but it used to be called Carousel Circle. And then you would make a left up the hill and go up to the Music Box Theater. Now, in the old days, the Music Box Theater was not as vast as it is now. And that's where uh, Starship America used to be and a few other rides. Up until when Coco Cruiser came, the space that Coco Cruiser actually inhabited was actually a small really small little log ride for kids called Tiny Timbers. Now this was adorable. It was basically a boat that would just go up a hill, come down a little bit, get you a little bit wet. It was adorable. It was a great ride. I'm actually really sad that it's not somewhere else in the park. Who knows? It might be in storage. They took that out and they added Coco Cruiser, which is a legitimate roller coaster. Now, why do we decide to ride it when in the beginning of the year we didn't? Well, Devin actually, we took his one friend to uh, Hershey Park. And when we took his friend to Hershey Park there, we did all the big rides and all that kind of stuff there, but they wanted to goof around and actually ride Coco Cruiser. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to wait, I might as well jump in line and get the credit too, because unlike a lot of kid coasters, they actually allow adults to ride this attraction. So we jumped on it. Really, not really much stats on this because it is such a small ride. Yet again, we rode it. It became our 131st coaster credit. Like I said, we actually kicked all of Hershey Park at the point. So 131 was where we ended. Now, we're going to talk about the rides that we did in the past that we both know that we did. And it was, you know, fairly recent. Some of them were historical and stuff like that. Some of them are gone and some of them are still around. So these are the ones that actually are still on our board in this section. So 132, since we ended at Coco Cruiser, we pretty much needed to talk about one of the defunct coasters at Hershey Park. And this one was Roller Soaker. And it is located, it was located where Breaker's Edge, the water coaster is now. 
pretty much it is the exact same station, all right? Now, this was around from uh, May 2002, and they took it out in September 2012, okay? So, it was around for about 10 years. This is a set-point suspended water coaster. So, if you're not familiar with this, uh, there's two of them. There's another one over in Carowinds that we actually had. Pretty much the same ride. What it was was... It was a suspended coaster, so uh, actually more inverted. Your feet were hanging down. You had people below you that would shoot water up and hit you. And you actually had a fill station where you actually had a bucket that you could actually pull a lever while riding and dump water on others. So it's a neat concept. I don't know if it was ahead of its time or it was just, you know, technology just never really caught up to where it was. It was a very slow load, uh, mainly because you had to fill up the bucket each time. So it took forever. I remember we rode it five or six times and each time it was like a 30, 40 minute wait. Even on a dead day, it was 30, 40 minutes. Uh, The other thing too is as a coaster, all it did was it went up a lift hill and this kind of meandered a couple curves left some right and stuff like that uh pretty much when you're going around a curve that's when you wanted to release the bucket because it will shoot the uh the bucket out even more and also because it was a water attraction pretty much in the fall and spring not many people wanted to ride it because it was cold i understand why they got rid of it it was a neat concept it was one of the first ones out there uh there really hasn't been any more since then the other thing too was as you got wetter and wetter you had a lot of potential for the grease on top of the uh coaster to actually drip down on you so i know people used to get you know slimed we would call it uh sometimes when that was going on so that's number 132 in our charts 133 is actually we're going back to knobles now where cosmo curves is used to be a ride before that and this ride was around from 1955 to 2008 it was called high speed thrill coaster i can honestly say not the best name and definitely false advertising because this was pretty much a uh overland amusements ride from the 50s not really high speed it was about you know 200 feet track length it was uh, 18 feet tall it pretty much is the same exact ride as cosmos curves it's just that this was the original and it was janky uh, mainly because it was you know we we're talking on you know 50, 60 years old here, and it definitely fit a niche. Uh, The one thing that we liked about this, and same thing with uh, Cosmos Curves, is it goes around the uh, boat ride they have there. So there's a boat ride that, you know, you can get in the boat, and you literally are going under Coco Cruisers and high-speed thrill coasters. So these, it was a fun kids attraction uh you ride it once you ride twice you're done you don't really need to keep going back on it but we both both had that credit at 134 is a coaster that is completely defunct but it was turned into perfection and that is hurler over at king's dominion uh it's now twisted timbers uh pretty much the frame there might be some wood that's still the same there but it was an international coasters and it was actually a twin of the hurler that is over at carowinds which is actually still operating a couple things about this coaster first of all It was themed during the Paramount years to Wayne's World. Uh, If you're familiar with the movie, oh my gosh, I think I'm going to hurl. Well, this was Hurler. So it's pretty much the um, only coasters I really know that's actually themed to vomit. Now, this was over in the back of the park. It was pretty rough when rewrote it. So history-wise, we went to King's Dominion probably in 2014, 2013. I took the kids to a college I used to work at because the college was supposed to go out of business. And we wanted to, you know, I wanted them 
then to see what Sweetbriar College was. So this ride was actually around from 1994 to 2015. So probably around 2013, 2014, uh, we went there and we rode this coaster, uh, all three of us. We rode every coaster there. There's another one that, once I'm done talking to this one, we also rode that's now defunct also. So this one was very janky. Uh, it definitely whacked us around a lot there. And it pretty much closed in 2015. And it took about two years before they actually converted it into, uh, three years actually, before they took it from standing but not operating into uh, the perfection that is Twisted Timbers. Now, this coaster is 3,157 feet uh, long, 83 feet high, and went about 50 miles per hour. And like I said, did not really enjoy this coaster. I love what it turned into, and I like the fact that they pretty much not just uh, redid the coaster, but they rethemed the entire area because that area was pretty much, I know we stumbled upon it. It was at the far end of the park, so I remember wandering by there going, oh, look, there's a wooden coaster back here, and we rode it, and we got beat up, and you know, we're, we're kind of glad that this was converted. Not really the same experience we had with Carowinds. The last couple times we rode Hurler at Carowinds, it was not a bad experience. I remember the one at King's Dominion definitely was a bad experience. It was not as bad as the next coaster that is on our board, which is Shockwave at King's Dominion. Now, this is where it stood where Delirium, which is their pendulum, is now. And this was a Togo stand-up coaster. So, we don't know anything about coasters when we rode it in 2013-2014, but we knew that this was a bad coaster. So this one came into existence in uh, 1986 and also died in 2015 when they moved uh, Delirium into that spot there. So Togos are notorious in the United States of not being really good coasters. And the stand-up model is a smack in the face with a smack in the face. This thing was 2,231 feet in length, 95 feet tall. It's almost 100 feet tall, 100 foot tall stand-up here at 50 miles an hour. Now, this one was definitely... Yet again, we wrote it twice, I believe, because Kai and I kind of like the novelty of the stand-up coasters, but this one was definitely shaky, jerky, kind of kicked you around a lot. We completely understand why it's gone. I'm glad we got the credit because this is actually out of 351 coasters, the only Togo I have to my name. All in all, like I said, Hurler and Shockwave, it was good that both of these disappeared because they were definitely two of the worst coasters at King's Dominion. All right, so the next two coasters are actually still around, but I rode those when the kids were young. And uh, I actually did go back and I actually did re-ride one of these two. One of them I still got to ride again, but first one is Kingdom Coaster at Dutch Wonderland. Now, this one came into existence in 1992. It used to be called Sky Princess. I remember riding it as Sky Princess, and it was actually one of the first CCI coasters. It's 2,000 feet in length, 55 feet tall, and 40 miles an hour. So this is a family coaster by definition and by uh, statistics. And it's still going today. It's now called the Kingdom Coaster, a little bit less feminine in their name. And it's a lot of fun. Now, I didn't get to ride it last time I went to Dutch Wonderland because I went to Dutch Wonderland to get Merlin's. You know, it was down for some reason. But this one is a solid coaster all around. I know Dev and I wrote it years ago before we started doing the 125. So, of course, we added it to the list there. The other one that was around was Joust. And I actually wrote this again last year. Now, this is a Chance Big Dipper model uh, coaster here. It's only 16 feet tall. So, this is the definition of a kitty, kitty, kitty coaster here. This is uh, pretty much even 
more like a thriller over at uh, Land of Make-Believe and stuff. You know, we wrote it. I wrote it again just to make sure I got the credit the way I should. But uh, on all, definitely a kid coaster, but it definitely does count as a credit. Now, there are three more coasters that we literally rode in the recent past, and we wanted to make sure that they made the board here. This was during our trip in, uh, I believe it was probably around 2010. 13, I believe it was, when I turned 40. I rode all three of those coasters with Devin at that time. So these were three credits. Two of them were defunct, and one of them is maybe defunct here. So the first one I want to talk about is Mantis, which is over at Cedar Point. It's now been converted to Rougarou. When you go to RCDB, Rougarou and Mantis is the same ride. However, I count as two separate credits because with the change of stand-up to uh, the sit-down floorless, it is actually a change in the ride experience, all right? And, you know, there's going to be a couple gray gray areas that we're going to be talking about, especially in our next boomerang aspect. But here, stand-up to sit-down is a totally different experience, and so that's why we actually have Mantis and we actually have Rougarou. It's a B&M stand-up coaster. It was uh, 3,900 feet in length, uh, 145 feet tall with a 137-foot drop and goes 60 miles an hour. So this was a stand-up coaster, and this was a stand-up coaster, especially comparing it to the one we just talked about, Shockwave. This was one of my favorite ones. It was not that bad of a ride. It went pretty smooth because it was a B&M. It was a larger scale stand-up coaster there, kind of on the same lines as Riddler's Revenge over on the West Coast. This one... We really enjoyed Mantis. I know we marathoned it a lot. It has the same major issue that Rougarou has, which is the Mayflies. But when you're standing up, you really didn't hit, get hit as much with the Mayflies as you do when you're sitting down. So that was Mantis. Mantis was great. Uh, we put it on our chart at 138. So 139 is actually the ride that actually gave birth to Steel Vengeance, and that was Mean Streak. And I am totally in the minority here, but I thought Mean Streak was actually one of my favorite ones coasters. I loved Mean Streak. Yes, it meandered a lot. Yes, it wasn't really an airtime machine, but it was such a huge size. It was a DIN, which basically operated from uh, 91 to 16. It was 5,427 feet of track. This thing was mammoth. All right. It was 161 feet tall with a 155 foot drop yet again on a wooden coaster. That's pretty darn good. And went 65 miles an hour. Wrote it a few times. I wrote it in uh, 03. I wrote it in 13. I wrote it pretty much the year before it died uh, in 14, 15, somewhere around there. And it did get progressively worse. It got a lot rougher each time we rode it. However, I always had a soft spot for it. It was in the back of the park, so there was never a real big line. There was nothing really else back there to drag people except for Maverick. Now, of course, it is Steel Vengeance, so it's a lot different, a lot more interesting and all that. And the last one on our chart, number 140. So it filled up a whole board uh, our first year, but number 140 is a ride that is still standing, and rumor has it it will be operating again, but it's Top Thrill Dragster. So when we went in 2017 it was too big of a line or it was down so top thrill dragster was not something that we rode officially in 2017 however in 2013 Devin and i did ride it now 
I have never ridden it since. I know I've been wanting to go back and actually get an official ride. Even when we went to Coaster Mania, we actually did not ride it because of the fact that it went down at the end of the night and we were saving it for an ERT at the end of the night. So this thing is huge. It is uh, 420 feet. It goes 120 miles an hour. But it is a one-trick pony. It is pretty much king to ka with better restraints. Now, when I rode it, I forced myself to ride it. This is when I was scared of everything and I was petrified of this ride. I do want to ride it again if it does get a rebirth, mainly because of the fact that I'm a different person now. I'm no longer afraid of King Ka, no longer afraid of you know any of these tall coasters. And it would be nice to get that new experience. So I'm, my fingers are crossed that Top Thrill Dragster uh, does come back. Everything's saying that it will. Even though it takes up a huge footprint, it is a GP magnet, I guess would be the way to call it. And a lot of people love this coaster, so I don't see them getting rid of it, even though it is a maintenance nightmare there. So in conclusion, we have come to the end of our 2017 season, but we are not done with our second season. We are actually going to do two more episodes in season two. Uh, The next one's going to be a style coaster episode, which basically is on the boomerangs. Yes, they are exactly the same ride, but the ride experiences are completely different. And I do have an internal debate here because, you know, I wrote Sidewinder and I wrote Jolly Rancher Remix and it is a different ride experience. And we will get into that. Does it count as a second credit? Does it not? We'll definitely figure that out there. And then, of course, we're going to end the season, episode 99, with Clueless. And why is it called Clueless? Because I was trying to avoid talking about Six Flags, but what has happened in the last year needs to be addressed. It is crazy how they went from one extreme to the other. Is it working? Is it going to work? Or are they literally just destroying their brand? So we're going to talk about that. And then after that, we're going to kick off with our 100th episode, season three, which is going to talk about 2018. Yes, after our first year, we were like, you know what? Let's see what we can do the following year. And we're going to be talking about all these different parks that we visited there. We did hit some of our originals again. Of course, every year we go to Hershey Park, Maurice Piers, and all that. But some of the new parks are Adventure Park USA. We went to uh, Sesame Place, Holiday World, La Ronde, And we went to all these different fairs because once we got our taste of Coco Cruiser, we kind of became credit for a little bit there. You know, we're going to talk about that. But in when we kick off uh, season three, we're going to bring Janine back there for our 100th episode. And we're going to talk about pretty much 2017 in review. All right. So let's get social. Our YouTube channel is taking off. Yes. Thank you guys so much for the support. We're over 500 subscribers, uh, 190,000 uh, views. We just added some new park stuff from Great Escape. We also added it from Knobles. Uh, there's so many different aspects. Uh, there's some parks we still want to hit. Uh, hopefully this week we're going to hit Seabreeze and of course we're going to hit Niagara because now the dry park's open so definitely check it out there we do post a video every day sometimes two sometimes on weekends three there's always shorts there's always explore there's always something new and exciting there we love that we are getting this much support over 500 people our goal by the end of the year is a thousand so if you uh, want to support us please subscribe please like our videos make sure you comment also if you want to know what's going on with the uh, amusement park and coaster world check us out on facebook 125 roller coaster and that's where we basically cut and paste all the different things that go on with the amusement parks uh every day we're you know some new announcements and that's where you find that if you want to get social and you want to go into our polls 
Go to our Instagram, 125RollerCoaster also. That is all about uh, interacting with you guys. And we do polls every day or every other day. And uh, today we have a brand new poll there, uh, which is the best coaster from our 50th uh, rides. So number 50, 150, 250, and 350. Those are the four coasters. You can pick your winner there. And uh, you know, if you want to reach out to us, that's where most of the people actually contact us. If you're interested in finding out what we're doing, that's Twitter, and Twitter is 125RollerCoast, no E-R. All right, sorry we did not get the E-R, but that's going to tell you, uh, you know, hey, we're heading out to Knoebel say, hey, uh, anybody going to Keensburg uh, Amusement Park and stuff like that, that's what Twitter's for. And then, of course, you can find us on Rumble, and if you love our podcast, make sure you like and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, uh, Podchaser, uh, CastBox, and Podcast Addict. Those are the main ways that people find us. Definitely like us, definitely follow us. If you want to leave a review, we love that. You're going to get entered into our prizes. We give away prizes every Sunday. Uh, we gave away two last week heading out to Texas, and I believe one's heading out to uh, Tennessee. Uh, I think a dragon from the Battle of Ire is out. And also a Fun Spot uh, America Cup is on its way out there. So I'm Paul. I'm going to see you in the queue for 2022 for a few more weeks. Yeah.